Impact Fight fans. It is Saturday, so this is our uh, UFC slash boxing and all other things combat sports episode of Split Decision, where violence is always the answer. I'm Johnny the Dad. And I'm Angel Kicks Balls. That is Angel Kicks Balls. That's what he does, baby. That is what he does. Hopefully we see a lot of kicking tomorrow at the UFC fights. But hopefully not kicking in the balls. That would be... uh, Then we're going to have to watch him stand around for five minutes if that happens. But All right, man. Well, we were waiting to go live until... uh, Well, not live, but we were waiting to record until after the Jake Paul fight. And it is... After the Jake Paul fight, I went on my phone to be like, all right, we should be recording soon. Did that fight even start? Oh, that fight's over. Okay, cool. So I didn't even have time to look, look up the video for the fight. It was it ended so quickly. Yeah, you couldn't even microwave a bowl of popcorn before that thing was over. Because but... that man's fighting bums. He's fighting bums, I tell you. Tell us what you uh, learned in your... Uh research here twitter research about uh andre august that was jake paul's opponent tonight or last night so so i read that this man was 35 which in boxing i mean it's a little older but you know at that weight division you still have power and speed but this man had not fought in four years jake paul we said stop fighting old retired mma fighters not old retired. He did boxer, technically bro. stop that. He did technically stop fighting old retired yeah, MMA fighters. That guy, I mean, that guy, that guy, he looked in great shape. I, I saw the video. He, he was swole, but man, I feel like any other boxer that's somewhat mediocre would have easily saw the uppercut coming. But I mean, they were saying he took a a thirty five year old retired fighter just taking a dive for some money. I would do the same thing. I mean, if it comes out to be that in a couple years, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm not going to accuse him of that right now. You know, we got to see some proof before we can, before we can officially say that. But, uh, I think, uh, now I did see after the fight, uh, Jake Paul, you know, Jake Paul's always got something brewing. He's always got something to say. I did hear uh, that he was saying, we got a big announcement coming. Uh, I think he said big announcement coming next week. Um, So Hmm. do you think that's a next opponent? Do we think that Andre August was maybe just a tune-up fight for for the big announcement? Yeah, I, I feel like he only has two options, maybe three. Nate Diaz again and MMA. Uh, rematch KSI or we finally get the long-awaited him versus KSI so we can end all this celebrity boxing nonsense that we love to see by the way yeah I mean hey for for what it's worth I've I've enjoyed it I mean uh I do think I do think that uh Jake Paul is a good boxer I think that I feel like he's kind of locked in a weird spot right now uh, because he's not ready to go against any of the, you know, elite level fighters, especially at, I think he fought today at 200 pounds, I think. Oh, wow. So, great shape. yeah, uh, but 
I don't think he's ready for a, I know he wants to be world champion. He's definitely not ready for that. I don't think he's ready to start that journey yet, but also if he were to officially become pro, if he were to, you know, enter one of those agencies, whether that be the WBO or, or any organization like that, he would be taking such a massive pay cut from what he's getting with these fights right now. And you know, Jake Paul's all about the money. He's not going to do that. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like he has to keep going with what he's doing right now for who knows how long until he beats a big enough name that it catches somebody's attention. Or, I mean, I guess he can just talk enough shit and hope that somebody wants to, wants to shut him up. Yeah. And so, I look. I was look when I was looking at the video. They showed kind of like the attendance. It looked it looked low. It looked like no one was there. Also, someone pointed out he's fighting on Friday nights. Yeah, you, superstars don't fight on Friday yeah, nights. They fight, they fight on Saturday, Saturday. pay per views. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, so but he. I feel like this fight was kind of a, kind of an afterthought. That's what makes me think it was a tune up fight because we have seen him fight on Saturday night before, right? Like he's. He's done that. Am I mistaken in that? Uh, no, he would only fight on Saturdays on pay per view, and he to sold out arenas. And this one, it looked like he had like a couple friends there. It looked it looked empty, man. It yeah. looked empty, and uh, that was definitely a tune up fight. That's what makes me think he, there's something coming down the line. I'm gonna guess it's KSI. I could be I, I so. could be wrong, but that's what I'm gonna guess it is. And if that is the case, I don't see I don't see a reason Jake Paul would lose that fight. 100%. But, 100% but you know, anything can happen. You can we saw that in uh in Ganu versus Fury, anything can happen. So That was crazy. I mean Nganu got robbed, we both know that. Well I'm finally uh, starting to uh, yeah, maybe he did get robbed. Yeah, yeah, I finally uh, convinced uh, you that Nganu beat Fury. Yeah, all those knockdowns, but also Fury was just taking it like it was a, I mean, technically it was an exhibition, but he took it literally as an exhibition, exhibition and looked so out of shape. Uh, I, I did want to bring up that you that you made, you said that Jake Paul, he's kind of stuck in between because he's no longer, he can't, he can never fight celebrity boxing because he's way too good for those guys. He hurt someone. Yeah, he, he, but he's not good enough to fight like a good top tier guys, and he has to stick to guys like the ones he fought right now. Like he fought that uh, that thirty five year old. He fights someone that's kind of a contender in his division. People won't know who they are. I can't name a two 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 hundred five fighter right now besides Usyk, maybe. Yeah, and Usyk would knock him into the stratosphere. Oh, Usyk wouldn't even entertain that kind of fight. Uh, no, there he's fighting for championships. There's nothing in it for him to go whoop up on Jake Paul. Yeah, he, he that guy looks like he doesn't care about social media. So yeah, <laughs> he definitely doesn't care about the fame or anything. Just money and winning fights and titles. What about a potential Tommy Fury rematch? Do we see that as a possibility? I <clears throat> yeah, that'll be a great possibility. I like that. I heard I heard he's fighting Roy Jones Jr. Uh, I was hearing rumors that they're trying to set that fight up with uh, Tommy Fury, but man, that guy, 
for all that training he does a boxer man you you think he'll have more skills he's kind of yeah stiff as a board i think he's kind of he's just going on riding his brother's coattails using that fury name i i mean he's a i'm i'm not going to say he's a bad fighter i mean but it's just when you think oh that's tyson fury's little brother and then you watch it it's definitely not like cuz you know when you get brothers in boxing I automatically think of Vitali and Vladimir Klitschko, you know, <laughs> what a great like reference. that's, that's who I think of when I think two brothers box and they were both elite, both champions. And then you see the Fury brothers and you're like, Oh, Tyson Fury is super good. Going to be a hall of famer. And then Tommy. <laughs> you either get the good looks or you get the good boxing. Yeah. Looks. Tommy's got the looks. That's why he's on those reality shows, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I can't wait for Friday for and for that announcement, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, hopefully it's something big. I I think it's got to either be KS, it's got to be KSI or Tommy Fury rematch. But I but he's, I don't think he's supposed to be doing an MMA fight, and he still hasn't done it. So, oh, dude, if he goes in an MMA fight, I don't know how well that works out for him. Depending, it's like a deal with the PFL or something. Yeah, like depending on who he fights, dude, somebody's gonna get in there and choke him out. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, so we do have UFC 296 coming up tonight. A lot of big fights. A lot of big fights. That card, man. It is. I wasn't. I had no idea that uh, until yesterday when I was looking it up. Because uh, I really, all I knew was uh, Edwards and Covington were fighting. And I was like, okay, that should be a good one. And then I look at the card and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Like it just kept getting better as I kept scrolling. Oh, 100%. Even the prelims look good. Yeah, so you want to get into it? You want to start with the uh, start with the prelims and work our way up? Uh, we could do the main card. I mean, I mean, Cody Garbrandt is in the prelims. That's yeah, that's really why I wanted to. That's really the only thing I wanted to cover in the prelims was the Cody Garbrandt fight. Do yeah, let's talk about it. Do we think Garbrandt has anything left in the tank? He does definitely doesn't have the chin anymore. But I honestly don't know who this guy that he's fighting. Uh, He is a heavy favorite. So I am going to definitely put some money on Cody Garbrandt tomorrow. Yeah, he is fighting a little parlay. Brian Kelleher. Maybe maybe it's pronounced Keller. I don't forgive me y'all if I butchered his last name. Uh but he's going up against Cody Garbrandt tomorrow. I have it here on the UFC oh. website as uh the odds being uh in favor of Garbrandt at minus 192. Yeah, that's going to be... So, Cody Garbrandt was one of my favorite fighters at one time. uh, And I feel so bad for him because I feel like his whole career got derailed by TJ Dillashaw, the cheater. He is a cheater. You will never convince me otherwise. And I feel like that derailed his whole career. I'm hoping that Maybe we get one last run, but I don't know. He's getting old. 
He's yeah, that chin he's been knocked out several times. That chin, the chin doesn't ever come back to a hundred percent. You know, once you've been once you've been rocked that many times, it starts to deteriorate. So we shall I see. That was like the high. That was the fastest and quickest downfall I've ever seen. He was like the hottest thing, and then bloop, yeah, knocked out, and it was game over, and never recovered. Well, I mean, he got tuned up by a roided out T.J. Dillashaw. You know, what are you going to do? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out TJ Dillashaw. Shout out TJ Dillashaw, you absolute scumbag. <laughs> you Man, I, I, I do. Uh, I don't know if you want to skip over this woman's bantamweight bout, but Irene Aldana versus Carol Rosa. Irene Aldana is a beast right now. She's an underdog minus 180, and she is Mexico's next. A big thing in MMA, and she the last few fights I've seen her fight, she's knocking people out. She trains with Alexa Grasso, so you know she's good. All right, cool. Just throwing it out there. Let's uh, let that's what we need more good Mexican fighters in the UFC. Um, because we had for a long time, I think he's still in Brandon Moreno. Is he's oh yes, he's, he's yes. still kicking ass, right? So remember, I told you I saw him like he weighed he weighed in today, and that's because he is a replacement fighter in case someone goes down in that championship fight tomorrow night. Nice, nice. I I yeah, like Gra- I I watched him on his season of uh of the Ultimate Fighter, and he really came from the bottom because he didn't do that well in the Ultimate Fighter, and then he kind of uh had, you know, some journeyman years there. And I kind of stopped watching UFC as closely. Uh, I was still watching it, but just not soaking up every bit of content that they had uh, for, a, for a while there. And then I, like, come back, and it's like, Brandon Moreno in a championship fight. And I was like, oh, dang, dude's, like, put in the work and, and came back. So I love seeing the Mexican fighters uh, uh, getting their chance to shine because I know – just from growing up down here in Texas and uh, just fighting is such a huge part of the Mexican culture. And I just, I love to see them get going because everybody down here gets excited and it's just real fun to be around. Yeah. I actually got to meet Brandon Moreno at a meet and greet at a Hooters or something in Katy and a uh, great guy, man. Um, I love the guy, but his record in UFC is pretty average he is a great champion, but he doesn't defend it that much. Like he'll win one, lose it, win it back, lose it. Hey, it he's he still held the belt, man. He's still yeah, he's for still sure. Held he's the two-time belt. champ, two-time champ. I just want him to have like a nice long run. That'd be great. But it's MMA; anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, there honestly in MMA, those long title runs are the exception, not the rule. Like those, mm-hmm. like. I remember in the heavyweight division for a while there, like Stipe had the record for title defenses and it was at like three or four. Like yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything crazy. Like, like somebody going on like a couple year run. Uh, and I think, I think Brock Lesnar held the record before that him or came uh, Velasquez, one of them too. And it was like at two. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Cause you, you see, you see the heavyweight champs. You're like, Oh, that guy was a great champion. And you're like, Oh wait, you only held defended it twice. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's especially in that heavyweight division. It's like 
anything can happen, man. Anybody can get one lucky punch in and end your run. So what else do we have? All right, so are we... We've got another prelim fight there. Nothing too terribly exciting. Uh, Man, you got uh, Dustin Jacob, Jake Jacoby at minus two seventy, but I mean they're they're fourteen and fifteen, so that's gonna be. I thought it would be pretty even money, but man, I had to put some money on Dustin Jacoby. But man, this guy Alonzo looks looks pretty slow, pretty built, pretty ready to fight. So, and the funny thing uh, is, is like I say, like oh, let's skip over this fight. Nothing too exciting, and you know damn well one of the fights we skip over is gonna be like fight of the night or something. Because yeah, hundred percent. That's always what happens. Is like you're like oh, I've never heard of these two guys, whatever, and then it's like, dang, and you know they'll be fighting in the main event soon. Yeah, and they're ranked too, so you know they gotta be a somewhat decent fighters. So, it, man, let let's make a prediction. This is gonna be the fight of the night that we skip. <laughs> I I would I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Alonzo Menfield versus Dustin Jacoby, fight of the night. Book it. Remember the names. Book it. That's gonna be fight of the night solely because we have no idea who they are and we don't know <laughs> yeah. what's gonna happen. I also love it when those guys win because like they're making like. Like ten thousand to show up and fight. Yeah, and then they'll so. get. We, let's let's see some fight of the night money go to those go to those low ranked guys. You know. Yeah, they desperately need it. Uh, hopefully not. All right, uh, but let's talk about the the main event uh, card. Yeah, the main card. First thing on the card, featherweight bout. I'm excited about this one. Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell. Who you got? Dude, I'm looking at these odds, and 10th-ranked Bryce Mitchell is a heavy favorite for Josh Emmett, who's ranked number six. That is wild. Yeah, at, at being ranked, at being the lower-ranked fighter, I have him here at minus 238. Heavy betting favorite. That's crazy, but, jo- but he's, Josh, he's on the hype Josh train. Josh Emmett's a dog. Yeah, Josh Emmett's a dog, though, dude. Bryce Mitchell has that jiu-jitsu. He's, more, he's known more for uh, chucking people out. But Josh Emmett's tough, and he likes to squabble. So And Mitchell is just known uh, for I being a good old country boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, yeah, give him, his, give him his cargo shorts, Just a man. good old boy. I think I'll have Josh Emmett on this, to be honest. That's that's crazy. That's crazy on, on the heavy odds. I think Bryce Mitchell, Mitchell lost not the last fight, but the fight before, and he fought someone that was mostly boxing. Uh, and he he got rocked. Yeah, he did get rocked in his last fight. That is why I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I do think that the odds are that shocking to me that somebody that's ranked four spots higher would be that much of an underdog in this fight. Uh, but I do think because Bryce Mitchell got rocked in his last fight, I'm hoping that he heavily trained his stand-up in this fight camp, heavily trained his defense, and I'm going to take Bryce Mitchell. I'm going to take him here's, to to get the job here's done. Here's the thing, Johnny. Here's the thing. He's a, he, he's a last-minute fighter. He he showed up on one week's notice for this fight. I did not know that. Pulled out. I did not he know pulled that. Out. Okay. Yeah, he pulled out, and then he came in and, and, and uh, took the fight. So okay, then you know what? Then you know what? That does change my mind. That does change my mind. Which that shocks me even more that he would be that much of a. And he's still favorite. That's favorite. crazy. 
I'll, I'll say I'm rooting for him, but in light of that new information, I can't bet on him. I can't do it. I'm 100% rooting for Bryce yeah, Mitchell, but I, my money, I'll put it on Josh Allen. He trained for this fight. I agree. I agree. I was thinking he got a full fight camp in. And I know Bryce Mitchell. Like, I watch him uh, like on via social media. I know he stays in shape. And that, like, I'm not worried about a gas tank or anything like that. But when you don't get a full fight camp to train for a specific fight style, that's going to hurt you. Oh, yeah. That's that's such a great card. I think uh, this is going to be my favorite fight tonight. I I agree. I agree. I'm excited for this one. All right. Did you see all the shit talking? I did. Take it away. Who we got? Uh, (laughs) Dude. My heart says Tony Ferguson, but I know Patty's going to probably whoop that ass. Patty! But I'm going to take Tony Ferguson. I'm taking Tony Ferguson. I'm talking him and that uh, Dobbins, Doggins guy (laughs) in his corner, by the way, for tomorrow. I want Tony Ferguson to win. Who's in his corner? Um, That... Dobbins, Doggins. He's like a some dude that runs and he oh, like talks. David, while he's David Goggins. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be in his corner. He's gonna be in Tony Ferguson's corner. He's been training him for this fight. Oh, that's that's pretty insane. To because I I uh, like a lot of guys went through the phase of like being really diehard David Goggins fans. Now I'm kind of like now that I've gotten older, I'm like ah, dude, chill out. I ain't trying to go run ultra marathons. Leave me, miss me with that shit. <laughs> Supposedly Tony Ferguson's the only guy to ever survive his boot camp. So there's a video of Tony Ferguson either vomiting blood or spitting out blood, but it was pretty fucking gross. I even check it out. Even so, I'm rocking with my boy Patty the Batty on this. I think the hype train continues. I I know that Sean Strickland's rooting for him. I saw them uh them in the gym together this week, uh, just de- doing like fight week press conferences and stuff. And and Strickland's a big fan of Patty the Batty. The sh- yeah, I want Patty to win and get all chubby like me. Yeah, the shit talk was was pretty funny today. That was intense. Bro. I I kind of thought like I thought Tony Ferguson came out looking a little. A little dumb out of that, like it, yeah, he got out trash talked. He got out trash talked, and it was like also like it would have been so easy for Tony Ferguson to just go in there and play the I'm the respectable older guy, and you know let's go have a good fight, and nobody would have batted an eye. It I mean, granted, it wanted to make headlines, so that's probably what he was going for. But he got outclassed in the trash talk game by Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty called him a sausage. Oh, shut up, you sausage. sausage. I thought, I got a good belly laugh out of that one. He kept calling him kid, and then they pawned pawned over to Tony Ferguson, and I'm like, damn, Tony, you look old as fuck. I was like, wow, who made this match? Is this, they're trying to bury Turner Ferguson. This might be his last fight in the UFC if he loses. He's on a seven-fight losing streak, I believe I heard. Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, I feel like this is, I, I'm always gonna think Tony Ferguson is dangerous. Whether like he's on a losing streak, we haven't seen him be good in a while. But we all know what El Kikui can do, and he he's always dangerous, which is what makes me nervous for Patty, because I'm like, stay focused, go in there, get the job done. Don't 
look past Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I know Patty. The last few guys he's fought, they were uh, it was pretty much a brawl, and and Tony's more of a brawl. He'll take you down, and he's a great jiu-jitsu practitioner. So if he takes you down, he might be in some trouble because I don't think we've seen that side of Patty yet. Uh, he's not not in the UFC, but in his mm-hmm. like more uh, in his other promotions that got him to be in the UFC, he does have a decent ground game. I don't know that it's on the level of Tony Ferguson, but He's no slouch on the ground, so maybe we see that tomorrow, maybe. Uh, but uh, it's definitely been more of a stand-up fighter recently, so we shall see. All right, next fight. We got an old guy making his return. We got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson being the heavy underdog. I'm going to butcher this name because the guy's from Kazakhstan, uh, but I'm going to try. Shavkat Rachmanov. I don't know if I butchered that. I apologize to all of Kazakhstan if I did. (laughs) I think you got it right. Sounds about right. But uh, it's it's Wonder Man now. Wonder Man. (laughs) Yeah, he's... That's crazy. He still looks pretty freaking young. Yeah. This is going to be a great fight. Uh, I believe they're both well, kickboxing, and then this guy, I think he's more of like a slow pace, wear you down, boxing kind of guy. I think he is, I think he wrestles too. So it's going to be a great fight. Um, They're ranked five I'm and six, for, so yeah, anything could happen, but clearly Vegas thinks that uh, Rach- Rachmanov is the heavy favorite. I, he might be the biggest favorite on the – he is the biggest favorite on the card. So, yeah, we'll see if Vegas gets it right. I ha- I love Wonder Boy. Don't get me wrong. He's had some classic fights, but he has not looked good in a long time. Yeah, that's gotten... that age for sure. He's lost that spring. And I kind of feel like this is a this might be a strike against the entire welterweight division that Wonder Boy is ranked number six. I don't want to like shit on Wonderboy Thompson. Like he's had a great career, but I would not think he would be ranked top ten at this point in his career. So that just kind of says something about the welterweight division as a whole. Yeah, it must be. I want to go down that list maybe, and then down down the road and see who's all in it. Uh, because I mean, for her to be a top six, that's crazy. I'm like, who else is in this division? Yeah. It, definitely not the welterweight division of old. That used to be the best no. division in the sport. And 100%. I don't think that is the case anymore. All right, moving on to uh, the, I believe this is the co-main, which is a flyweight championship fight. Who you got, man? Man, I am going to be honest with you. I have not seen any fights from Brandon Royval. Uh, but I have seen Alexander Pantoja, and he's good. He beat Brandon Moreno in a very close fight and definitely has the will of a warrior, and I'm going to go with the Vegas odds of minus 192 and yeah, go with Alexander Pantoja. When in doubt, go with the betting favorite and go with the champ. You know, he because he's got uh, Roy Val, 
I don't know too much about him. I I do think I've caught a fight of his before. Um, but to go in there, five rounds, championship fight, and you got to beat the champ. Like, if it's close and it goes to decision, they're going to give it to the champ nine times out of ten. So you got to go in there and you got to handle the champion. So I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with Pantoja on this one champion's advantage and i think he gets the job done uh, so i clicked on his nickname is raw dog great name <laughs> uh, for uh, brandon, brandon Roy raw Val. dog Roy Val. i wonder how and many he kids has he has a lot <laughs> a litter uh dude he has 10 first round finishes that's wild maybe it's a up and comer that we you just maybe yeah maybe he then, gets yeah, I see, and he's got a uh, submission game. I see he's got four wins by knockout, nine wins by submission, with ten of those being first round finishes. So, hey, maybe, maybe he's coming to prove split decision wrong. He's gonna go in there and be the new champ. But what? Oh, uh, he's actually lost. Uh, Pinto has beaten him before by submission. Just looked at the fight record, and and Moreno have beaten him. Both Pantoja and Moreno have beaten him. So, so he was just kind of the next guy up for for Pantoja. So it's one of those guys that like, you'll be the champ if Brandon Moreno and uh, Pantoja weren't there. But unfortunately for him, they both still are. So, I want to see that rematch too versus Moreno. It's gonna be good. Well, we might see it if uh, if anything happens between now and fight time with Roy Val. We have said already Moreno is a replacement fighter, so we might come in and this might be a completely different fight tomorrow. Tonight. Yeah, Sorry, might. tonight. Pull up, pull, pull, up, yeah, pull up Tony Ferguson versus... Uh, oh, what's his name? Namagavadov when he tripped over a wire and it canceled the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, dude, the most cursed fight of all time. Never got to see Prime Tony versus Price uh, Khabib. I I was always in the camp of like, I mean, I wanted to see the fight, but nobody was beating Khabib. Nobody. No. Uh, all right, moving on to the main event. A lot of bad blood in this one. Oh man! Champion I don't... Leon Edwards. Versus challenger Colby Covington. We got to talk about that press conference, man. I do the things that he said. And this is not the first time Colby Covington has stepped over the line, but I've always been, I'm, I'm not like a, I like my fighters to have a little bit of humility and like kind of be a, a people's champion and be humble. That's, few and far between nowadays. Uh, but that being said, I've always kind of thought Colby Covington isn't really like this. He's just playing the heel, trying to sell a fight. I don't think he's actually this much of an asshole. But boy, did he step over the line in that press conference. If you're... Especially when you... Yeah, <laughs> if you're unaware, listeners, um, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but you can look it up... Uh, I'm not adding or taking away anything. I just might not have the exact phrasing down. But he was telling, Colby was telling Edwards, 
in this fight, I'm going to take you to the seventh circle of hell. And don't worry, we can say hi to your dad while we're there. Which, if you're unaware, Leon Edwards did lose his father. And, dude, there's just some things that you do not say. I don't care if you're trying to sell a fight. I don't care if you're trying to be the villain. It's like, dude, have a little bit of class. That that was way over the line. It was so over the line that even all the other UFC fighters were like, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit for saying that. Like, who does that, man? Especially when you were, when Leon Edwards won that first title belt, his dad made it iconic by telling him those words. I don't know if you remember, he was like, come on, Leon, wake up. Yeah. This isn't like, this isn't you. And then boom, leg kick knocks out wins. That's like forever in UFC. Yeah. Uh, his legacy and his dad passed away and you're going to talk shit about your dad. His dad especially dad. when it's like, it's, it's never okay. It's never okay. But especially with it being so recent, like, dude, dude yeah. you can go in there and you can be a competitor and you can beat somebody up physically you don't have to try and tear somebody down mentally in that way. I understand getting trying to get in the fighter's head. I understand that. A lot of fighters do that. They always have. But, dude, like, to just completely go after somebody's mental health over a deceased family member that w- they were so close to is unexcusable. It's garbage, in my opinion. And for that reason, I hope Edwards knocks his head off. Uh, 100% agree with you, man. I hope he, he that didn't ruin his mind space that much. And he comes in focused and wins it for his dad and goes on a rant on, on the mic because that's unacceptable. Uh, the last fight between Pereira and uh, the other dude with the ponytail, they, like, said no words. and. Everyone was so excited for that fight. Like, yeah. that proves you can sell a fight without doing all of this unnecessary trash talk. And I think that I and Edwards is the favorite. I think he should be. Um, yes, he is. And so, what I'm hoping is Edwards goes in there and handles business. I hope this has the exact opposite effect than what Covington was hoping for. I hope it wakes Edwards up. And I hope he's like, okay, all right, now I'm going to go in there and I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> like, before I was just going to fight you. Now I'm going to hurt you. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. And I think if Colby loses this fight, I think it's going to be a very long time before he sniffs a title shot again. I think he goes to being that kind of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh the gatekeeper, I like the gatekeeper of mm-hmm. that division where he's just going to fight people to get them into the top five kind of thing. Um, and I hope his career ends not too long after that. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I hope that, uh, I hope we don't see him, but cause it's always something. It's always something. Dude, yeah. And it's like, dude, you're not Conor McGregor. Stop trying to be Never Conor McGregor. Like it's, I was rooting for it, – it's like I always root for the other guy. He is a successful villain in that way that I'm always rooting for the other guy. But but it's like, dude, you're not this dominant force that you claim to be. 
you lose quite often. So Yeah, you can't win the big one. So hopefully that stays the same and we see Edwards retain his championship and have a beautiful tribute to his father after. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I hope uh, Trump disowns <laughs> Colby Covington after this loss because that would hurt him the most. Here's the thing. I've always thought that because like, he always claims that like, oh, I, I'm Donald Trump's favorite fighter. And, and uh, you know, I hang out with the with Donald Trump's sons. Donald Trump's sons came to one fight. And I feel like I feel like Donald has no idea who Colby Covington is. I feel like he was just like. Colby showed up with a MAGA hat and was, and he was like, just took a picture. Like, that's like me when I go around saying Becky Lynch is my best friend. <laughs> like, that's like, I took a picture with her one time. She's my best friend. And I feel like that's what he's doing with Donald Trump. But could be wrong. Maybe they're best buds. But I'm actually pretty excited for this for this card. I didn't I think it took me to this week to realize, like, oh, this is a nice stack car. You don't really get those at, towards the end of the year, and it's looking real promising. And then, um, dude, that press conference was wild. Yeah, if you had to guess, what's fight? What's a uh, fight of the night? Besides those two random guys, we don't know of. Yeah, if we're <laughs> if we're not picking the that is gonna be fight of the night because we have no idea what's gonna happen. But but. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Colby versus Edwards. I think that's gonna be fight of the night. Yeah, and I I got Edwards winning. I hope he dominates him every round and then knocks him out or tucks him out in the fifth or something, something crazy. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Here's here's my bold prediction. Okay, my bold prediction is fight of the night is Josh Emmett and Bryce Mitchell. I, I'm gonna continue to say I'm gonna take Josh Emmett in that fight, even though I'm rooting for Bryce Mitchell. But I think that Bryce Mitchell, ha- I think he'll have a great performance. I think it'll be a really good fight, and so that's I think it's gonna be fight of the night. I think we get see knockout of the night right there. You think you think Bryce Mitchell gets Josh knocked Emmett out? Knocks him out. I think so. Um, I don't think he has a weak weak chin, but in his last fight. He got rocked pretty hard, and he kind of, mm, but I don't know. Kelby, uh, Kobe's jaw was also broken last time when he fought uh, Usman, so I don't know. I want to see. I just want to see him get knocked out, choked out, something, something crazy. Now I want to see. I want to see him get like knocked out stiff. Like that's what I want to see from Colby Covington. I usually don't wish that kind of thing on I've you know like you never want to see somebody get hurt but like dude you deserve it like you deserve yeah. what you get and if he wins I will be so upset and that's that's just where I'm at with it but what else you got Help that's you. the that's brings us to the end of the UFC card you got anything else you're keeping an eye on uh man, um, I know the UFC 300 card is coming soon, and they usually stack those. And I'm hoping good old Conor McGregor comes back on UFC 300. Um, who would who would he Chandler. fight? Chandler. Chandler. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's the that's the coaches' fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah they, I think that already finished, but Conor McGregor won that, by the way. He that was weird. did he win that? Because I stopped watching he won when that he was and, on like the losing like all his fighters were losing. I stopped watching. I think uh, I'm wrong. I might be wrong, but I think like he lost all his fighters and they gave him like two of Chandler's. <laughs> that's all he won. <laughs> oh, that's okay. So Chandler really won, but. Yeah, yeah, his yeah that streak was horrible. All them dudes were losing left and right. I was like, Ooh. I want to at that UFC three hundred. You're right that you do usually stack those double zero cards. Um, so Connor coming back. Connor will be lucky to get past Usada, I think, because Usada's gone. Oh, Usada's gone now. You're right. Usada's gone. I'm hoping uh, little Brock Lesnar might be free. You know, that will be great. No, USADA, WWE, and UFC are owned by the like same brother and yeah, sister right now. So, you know, company. Brock Lesnar hasn't wrestled in a couple months, almost a year. You know, he could be training. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Throwing rumors out well, there. Well, then it is a perfect time for Connor to come back because you cannot tell me that Connor is not roided out right now. <laughs> Dude. Oh, that man's face looks different now. His face looks different. Yeah. Like, he looks completely and different. And he's got that, like, uh, what you know, like your head swells up whenever you're on roids. Like your yes. head gets bigger. And he, dude's looking like a bobblehead these days. So. A he looks great, I do want to see that remake of Roadhouse, so I am excited for that movie. Oh, it should be next year. This year, next yeah, year. Yeah, I think All it right. comes out in twenty twenty four. But I think it'll be fun to watch him and Jake Gyllenhaal. Who Jake Gyllenhaal has a history of making really good fight movies. Uh, South Paul was mm. a great a movie, movie, in my opinion. But uh, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, he really fought from behind on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What a comeback! <laughs> yeah, I think he got come on his back. <laughs> <laughs> someone did oh man. oh man I think that's gonna do it for us today yeah first show we need canceled let's go Tyler's not gonna like this I think that is a good place to stop before we say anything else that can get us in trouble um alright as always y'all uh Y'all subscribe, like, and comment to all things Athletically Declined Sports. Angel, you got anything coming down the pipe for Athletically Declined? What's it looking like for you? Oh, man. Um, just looking uh, more excited to get more uh, <clears throat> tech in so our, our podcast looks better, sounds better, quality sounds better. I'll be in Houston hopefully shooting some stuff with the guys. Um, hopefully Tyler and Spencer want to talk some soccer, F1 whatever so i'm looking very excited to go home for the holidays and uh that's all that's all i got all right cool and uh y'all keep an eye uh i got uh stuff here and there um i've been focusing heavily on split decision uh because i really want this show to take off um but also keep an eye out for my weekly nba uh power rankings Uh, i do i do the top five and this is just my opinion um so nothing crazy. Uh, I do top five power rankings. I do a player of the week. This week it was uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo for his 64-point game. And then I do a scrub of the week. And this week it was Draymond Green for 
uh, that dude just needs to just kick him. He out just needs to man. go to therapy. You know, go to therapy. Leave yeah. us all alone. Hey, uh, the Spurs finally won. The Spurs did finally win. Uh, I was gonna bet against them today, dude. I swear. And I'm like, oh, LeBron's out. Everyone's out. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So they did get a win. Keep an eye out for that. That comes out every Friday morning. Uh, my power rankings. Um, other than that, we thank you all for listening. Glad to have you here on Split Decision. This was our first episode, uh, our first Saturday episode of all things combat sports that are not professional wrestling. So we will be back on Wednesday for your professional wrestling content. And uh, so what do we always say, Angel? Violence, Violence is, always is always the answer. The answer. All right. We got to make us some merch with that on there. <laughs> All right, y'all have a good oh, sure. y'all have a good night. Y'all enjoy these fights and we will be back in the aftermath to see if everything we said was wrong. So, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Y'all thanks for listening. <laughs>